Welcome to Making Shift Happen 180 Seconds at a Time. I'm Brad Smith. And I'm Christy Braden. Well, Christy, we are now seven months in to 2020. What have we learned so far? Well, Brad, the most recent lesson that I'm finding myself and people all around me learning is that there are no good answers and options right now for the challenges that we're facing in every sector that I look in as a business owner, as well as in my personal life, <laughs> being a mother and, uh, you know, part of a household that's still trying to figure out where everyone's place is and how, you know, how all the roles have to shift to make our household run. As a school board member, watching our schools, not just here where, where you and I live in the Midwest, but really around the country grapple with what are actually life and death decisions about how do we keep our kids safe and provide them with learning experiences. We've been dealing with a year of very difficult choices on, on all levels, organizational and, and like you said, with family and, and everything else. And from a leader perspective, I think it's really taken a lot more, first off, vulnerability as a leader to outright recognize that there aren't magical solutions and mm-hmm. that this is a, a struggle for all and, and that we've got to go back to, as we've said many times in our previous podcasts, go back to the, the values that hold our organizations together and hold us together as individuals. Yeah, I've noticed, Brad, that the most successful leaders that I've observed recently have been the ones who have not stepped over these issues and Mm -hmm. have not pretended that they're simple or pretended that there is one answer that we can all get to that's going to work for everybody. They've been very clear in their communications that they too are frustrated and that they too feel the pain of not being able to offer that answer and then inviting stakeholders into that conversation together to try to figure it out together versus looking to one person to have a magic solution and then being disappointed uh, when that solution doesn't emerge. Yeah, there's been a real dichotomy between, I think, what we've seen over the last several years, particularly with, with social media and just the access that everybody has to information, that there's a uh, tendency to speak more than listen. And, it, you know, everybody offering their opinions, advice, uh, ideas, and so forth. But particularly over the last several months, this need to listen to different voices that are out there and to uh, what others are doing that is working, what isn't working. Really that, that tension between those forces, I think we're, we've been seeing come to a head quite a bit. Well, we still have many people who are talking over each other rather than, than with each other. But those organizations that seem to be making progress even during these times are those that are taking that time out to really listen to people in terms of what their struggles are, what what ideas they have, what the opportunities are, and and really trying to incorporate that into how they do business. Yeah, so from the leader perspective, that listening piece is so important. And there is an amount of intestinal fortitude that I think you need to sift through sometimes people expressing their frustrations and not being happy with the answer yet still having a valid concern. And all of that feedback does not necessarily come packaged in a way that's easy to hear. And so to your point that vulnerability and humility comes into play where leaders really can't dismiss feedback because it's not packaged the way that they necessarily want to hear it. We've got to be able to listen through the frustrations to get to the nuggets that are there for us. 
we predicted it, Christy. We were the ones and the only ones in the world. No, not really. But <laughs> at, at the very beginning of 2020, we said it was the year of volatility and that resilience was going to be a key factor in the year and just being able to to shift with the tide and, and take that leadership role in leading the disruption rather than mm-hmm. it leading us. How well do you think we've done so far? I think what we've done well that I'm proud of is really taking that time and stopped to think about what can we do to add value right now and really help our clients in any way possible. And I think that's led us to some great conversations with our clients. We've built some great tools and really been able to add the value that I think we hope we did. So I'm proud of that. And I sure wish that we could do even more and hope to continue to push us to do that as we enter what I think is going to be the even harder phase of this whole situation. So I, you know, I want to hold us accountable for continuing to have those conversations amongst ourselves. I guess I'm also proud of the, the leaders that I either serve as clients or serve alongside in public service, because I think we've seen a great deal of courage with the leaders who've either dove right into these conversations and really used it as a way to build connections with employees and build their employees' trust that they will take care of them and do whatever they need to to, to get through this time together. Or, or leaders who, frankly, were in a little bit of denial at first and have come to a place where they have acknowledged I've got to deal with this. I can't just wait until it all goes away and then have taken action and been vulnerable about the fact that they've had a little bit of a change of heart. I agree that there has been a lot of growth in many of the clients and the leaders that we work with often in terms of wrestling with some of these unwinnable situations in some respect. And what we've tried to do as a firm is, you know, we always say make shift happen and be ahead of the curve. I think for us, it it was even a little bit of a shock that no matter how much we thought that it was a year of volatility, it took us a little while to figure out how does that impact what we serve our clients and, you know, what we offer. And the Mm -hmm. ability, though, to kind of shift and say it's, it's about leading disruption now. It's not about traditional change management or how do we infuse Uh, inclusion into everything we do rather than have it being a separate piece. Those have been great challenges for us. Organizations are learning how to do some things that maybe should have been done a long time ago and really infuse it into how they do work now. Brad, what's one leadership trait that you've observed in the leaders that you work with that you want to try to incorporate further into how you're leading through the rest of this year? There are really two things I've seen. I think one is just the tenacity to not take the foot off the gas in this point of saying, okay, now this is over or now we've stabilized. I don't know if there's going to be anything such as stabilization for a while. And so to start looking forward to how do we deal with situations that are emerging or that we don't know about, or how do we Mm -hmm. set the conditions where next time we can accelerate our response to whatever happens. You know, maybe it took us a few months to get in gear this time. Let's say, how do we shorten that cycle for whatever might come next? And then maybe related to that is a concept that I've been reading about a lot in terms of some of the presidents that we've had in the past and some of the similarities or differences in their style. And one uh, is kind of labeled having ambition, but ambition for the greater good. And so, you know, those that have been really Mm -hmm. great leaders Mm -hmm. have that ambition or they have that drive but they don't have it to get their own success or stick out from the crowd. It's that ambition to really make an impact on that greater good, whatever it may be. 
and to always keep that in mind to think about the different perspectives or to think about new things that are going on and how that impacts using your ambition in the best way. So in the five months left of 2020, we have an opportunity and, and probably an obligation to really sit back again and think about how we're using our own ambition or how we're using our leadership capabilities to make the best decisions we can in this age of uncertainty, to move people forward and help others thrive as best we can, which hopefully will make 2021 somewhat easier to, uh, to manage no matter what happens for us. Let's move forward with our values clearly defined and solid, our courage showing in how we tackle tough issues with honesty and vulnerability, and with a reminder that there's nothing more important than community. 2020, the year that we all make shift happen. <laughs>